Peace, wellness, and oneness, everyone. This is C Chambers, representing Wealth Chambers U. Also, Sun Seeds on Facebook, uh, True Omega Sun 88 on Instagram, and so many other of your great social media platforms. Um, welcome, it's June 23rd, uh, 2018, and I would like to say congratulations and much success to keep soaring to all the graduates that have graduated so far. Those are about to go through the last string of graduations. Um, you know, you worked hard, you deserved it. Keep up the good work, keep focused, and don't let your dreams die, okay? Uh, I also want to tell you, I, I, I slacked off. I slacked off a bit because I had to meditate and regroup because there is such a thing called information overload where you're just bombarded with so much stuff at one time you know it can actually you know consume your thoughts and um it can even scramble some of the things that you're trying to do you know there's a such thing as intellectual distractions you know it's and emotional distractions as well uh, we have to try to be as guarded as possible. Um, meditate, drink water. <laughs> Man, uh, I, I didn't know I had to do so much just to get back to where I wanted to be. You know, and it's, it's always something like that. It's the rush, of, the rush of the routine and, you know, the complacency of the routines that, you know, that have you. Um, certain things that you care about that you may... Um, not be able to take care of right away, you know, it, it, the anxiety and the timing can really throw you off, but, you know, I'm definitely happy, I'm definitely um, thankful for uh, the people I've taken care of, people that have taken care of me, um, those that, you know, connect with me, uh, even off, off, you know, out of my circle, which is, which is, which is beautiful, you know, to know that there's people that have like minds outside of your circle, you know, and um, also it reinforces what you're doing, you know, so you can strengthen the people around your circle, you know, if they get it. That's another thing. It's a cleansing period that has to happen with you and your circle. So remember, um, your thoughts are your own and your consciousness is your own and you got to guard it and um, try to enhance it as much as possible. Information overload is definitely a thing. And, you know, guard yourself with negative energies, negative vibes, negative thoughts, you know, have peace and be free, you know. Um, what I want to get into right now, back to the inky fool. <laughs> That's what he calls himself, Mark Forsyth uh, from the Etymologicon. And I thought this was um, interesting because of, you know, um, with etymology, it brings up a new world of of um, historical ramifications, um, relationships, conditions, um, traditions, uh, and they relate now. But you know, we're so far off into what the modern contexture is. Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a block. <laughs> Um, that we we failed to realize how much value we put on words and what they turn into after a while 
and um, you know, losing their meaning can also lose certain parts of your relationship with other things. Like this word here that he goes into is uh, salt, right? Which at one time was a commodity. At one time was a currency. You know, if you had salt, you was considered a well-off person. Why? Because people needed salt for their foods and to preserve certain things uh, as far as food goes. And um, it, it basically covered a lot of ground to have this in your favor. So nobody is certain where the word soldier comes from. Here's a connection. Soldier and salt. Think about this. But the best guess is that it has to do with salt. Salt was infinitely more valuable in the ancient world than it is today. To the Romans, salt was white, tasty gold. Legionnaires were giving a special stipend just to buy themselves salt and make their food bearable. This was called the salarium. And it's where the English got the word salary, which is really just salt money. The Roman writer Pliny the Elder therefore went so far to what was the word? Oh, to, to, so far to theorize that soldier itself derived from solder, meaning to give salt. There's nothing intrinsic, intrinsically wrong with the theory, but as Pliny the Elder was a little bit of a nut job, it should probably be taken with a pinch of salt. I like what he did there. Which, like the salt of the earth, makes something easier to swallow. Mainly, though, salt is not a military, but culinary. Salt gets into almost every food and, and into an awful lot of food words. The Romans put salt into every single one of their sauces and called them salsa. Romans, Latin, salsa. Start to see the connection. Salarium, salary, salt being a, a currency in those times. All interesting connections. This is why this book is very good. Etymologicon uh, by Mark Forsythe. The old French dropped the L and made the sauce. And they did the same with Roman salacious or salted meats that turned into sauces and then into sausages. The Italians and Spanish kept the L and will make salami, which they can dip into salsa. And the Spanish then invented the saucy dance of the same name. Now we see how they jump from Roman to Spanish, to Italian, some, oh, to French too. Some kept the L, like the Spanish and Italian, some dropped the L, like the French. This is, the, the word connections will help you linguistically when it comes to other words as well, and how just because of food, dance, celebration, words can get around, all right? It, it, it's, 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 it also would be a great connection in historical value when it's time to 
research certain uh, books and how things moved at the time, uh, especially in the connection with um, like the opium trade or the transatlantic slave trade, you know, where they're actually importing enslaved Africans from from war. And, and, and there's also a big conversation going on with that as well. You know, because prior to that was the Islamic uh, slave enforcement, uh, enslavement um, from Arabia to Africa, and also uh, the European, where we went through before with the Bulgarians and the, the first original Slav and what was going on there. And all these words are intertwined in, the, in, in, a, in a unique spiral of history. You know, and how they transform transform from one culture to the next culture. Now, I say all this and, and trace this all the way back to this point now because we're going to start getting to AI. Um, I, I've covered a, a couple of great articles on artificial intelligence and the um, articulation of robotics and its enhancements on the Sun Seas Facebook page. I want to get a little deep into that, but... You basically got to go into the etymology of words. It's spiral connections through history to understand what's going to be developing in AI. Because now they're taking the cultures that are around now and pouring it into uh, what we consider this artificial intelligence. So they are, the artificial intelligence is going to make calculations on its own on how things interact with each other. So... In a way, what we're giving out now is part of the etymologicon, you know? What will they come up with, with all of the energy and the words and the frequencies that we put out right now? Anybody seen uh, Avengers? The Age of Ultron? <laughs> Hope it doesn't come to that, you know? But if you go into Sun Seeds, you'll see more of what's going on, especially with uh, MIT and Boston, uh, Boston Robotics, things of that nature. Really groundbreaking stuff. Now I'll conclude with um, the, rest of the rest of the chapter. So necessary is salt to a good meal that we usually put it on the table twice. The old French used to make do with a salier or a salt box on the table at mealtimes. The English, who are always trying to work out how the French make such delicious food, stole the invention and took it back home. They took the salt box back home. I bet you're going to turn it to a salt shaker. So you can shake it like a salt shaker. Oh, goodness. I'm, I'm talking about my age right now. Shouts to the Yin Yang twins, right? <laughs> All right. However, once the salia has been removed from French, people quickly forgot the word origins and how it should be spelt. So we ended up with changing salia to cellar. C-E-L-L-A-R. Then just to be clear what was in the cellar, we added salt unto the beginning and called it salt cellar, which is etymologically a salt salia or salt Salter. The Romans would have used salt salter to season their vegetables and make herba salata, which we have since shortened to salad. 
This brings us into a strange, salty coincidence involving the good old days. In Antony and Cleopatra, the quote-unquote Egyptian queen talks of her salad days when I was green in judgment. And the phrase has now been taken up residence in the language. We use salad days as a synonym for holocaust days, which by an odd coincidence also means salty days. Wow. And there you have it for the word salt. And there's tons of other things that uh, um, salt was purposed for. But I, I really want you to pay attention to why that that's there. Salt was a commodity and a currency that has actually been was used to enhance. And I want you to think of, you know, we tend to not put money in the same situation. But what is money? Money itself is an idea of the trade and value system that we have. Money is the paper, but it's not the paper. It's actually the trust between a group of people or two between two people to say this is what we value as in a numerical form and a material value to say this is worth this. And I want to start this conversation uh, of luxury soon because opulence and luxury is a very deep topic. But it's also a flow of energy. It's not something that's totally materialistic. It's actually spiritual and creative. And we're going to get into that a little more when I start to show the AI and then the luxury. What is luxury? What is opulence? Um, the flow of energy between the flow of energy from its thought world, creative world, uh, um, the the the. The, you know, basically the, the inner world of inspiration straight to the material world. All right. And it's, it's a real ill topic. I've been studying a lot of it. Like I said, it's, it, it goes back in time. It's just like it was like we was in a cave and you knew that a rock was in the way of an opening in a hole and you just moved the rock to the side and you caught a breeze you would have a, a, a level of luxury other than those on the opposite side of the cave. Now, this can spark feud or can also spark innovation in people gathering together. You know, so I want you to take heed, have an open mind and, and look into these concepts, especially when it comes to back when we're talking about money and energy. How much of your energy are you using to get other people to live their dreams and you not be able to, you know, only experience a, a drop of yours? That energy transference is not bringing you the the luxury and wealth that you actually deserve, especially if you really put in your heart and soul and something that you you care for, which is your, your job, which is your career, because you would like to see results. But at the same time, those results, those selfless from you, become somebody else's foundation to build what they need to build. And then now, is that reciprocated? It's just like a relationship. If it's not reciprocated, 
it's just like one person pouring out and another person catching it and not pouring back in. So that person that's pouring out always has to pour out, always has to pour out. And when if they run out, will that action be reciprocated? Interesting stuff. This is C Chambers. Thank you for listening. Uh, I appreciate your, your input, whatever comments you can leave. You can always hit me up. Um, Third Lane Living and Twitter, True Omega Sun 88 on Instagram. Over here at the Anchor app, uh, Anchor FM uh, Wealth Chambers. There you have it. You know, collect your salt and season your food well. Peace and blessings. Peace, wellness, oneness.